This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This is the Cork Today replay on C103. Peter Dowdell, the IrishGardener.com, joining us for our first gardening slot of the new year. Good afternoon to you, Peter. Good afternoon. Another gardening season beckons. Absolutely, absolutely. And it's you can see it already. I think it's because of the mild winter, I'm assuming. You can already see the gardens almost seem a bit ahead of time, are they? Well, do you know what they are? And there was a worrying study uh, recently in, in the UK where they... Um, they were studying, it was up to 432,000 pieces of data as regards, you see, there's bigger anoraks out there than me, believe it or not, <laughs> when it comes to plants, but um, they were they were studying the flowering time of different spring and early summer flowering plants, and basically the upshot of it all is, uh, on average, plants and trees and shrubs and herbaceous in particular are flowering 32 days earlier than what they did uh, only about 50 years ago. No, 50, I'm, more, I'm nearly 50. I'm not there yet, but I'm nearly 50. So I don't think it's a long time ago. And, you know, that may not sound like a big deal to people, to anybody. But when you think about the whole tapestry, like if the bees aren't out of the hibernation or if the other pollinators aren't out at the right time to get the blossoms, if they haven't adapted quickly, this could lead, lead to their extinction. And and even from, from an agricultural, I know we're going off topic a bit, uh, Trish, but even from an agricultural point of view on that with things flowering earlier, do you think if you have, a, let's say, for example, an orchard, an apple orchard, and if it flowers 30 days earlier than what it was doing 30, 40 years ago, if the bees aren't out to pollinate it, number one, you've no apples, or number two, if there's a late frost, that's the apple crop wiped out. You know, it, it is a worry what's happening. And is this all down to climate change? I would say so, yes. Yeah. And I mean, the experts are saying so, yeah, without question. Like, I, don't, I hate to be the, the voice of doom. I hate being negative about it because there's still so much we can do. But we have to do it. We have to pay. Okay, let's get straight into uh, questions from our listeners. Patrick was on to us uh, via Instagram to say, any tips, uh, Peter, for reseeding a lawn that has been dug up? Well, the the only tip really is a bit of hard work. (laughs) Okay, I think... Okay, I think you're... Are you in a bad area? We are breaking up a little bit. Okay, keep going. You you just cleared there. Okay, go back to the hard okay, work. Okay, great. Yeah, start. that's perfect. Go back yeah, to the hard work. Yeah. Okay, sorry about that. So, yeah, so February now is the time to be preparing the soil for reseeding. So any rotivating or raking of, of the soil that needs to be done, do that now and... You know, hopefully we'll get some frost during February, which will work on the soil and break it down for you to create this fine tilt for seeding it or reseeding it in um, 
in March. Any weed growth that needs to be removed, do all that now, but don't put the seed down yet because, you know, there's still a, obviously a substantial risk of frost during the month of February. So wait till March. Uh, and the, the, the no real tip as such, just what it will need then after seeding is plenty of water, uh, but don't feed it. Don't be encouraged to feed it until maybe the autumn at earliest. But if you've already dug it up, uh, you, you it was dug up last year, you've done all the hard work at this stage. Okay, hi, um, Peter. Uh, when is it okay to plant dahlias that I dug last year? Well, do you know what? I'll be doing a piece on, on planting dahlias on the Today Show later today on RTE. And it was, so, so I'm kind of chuckling to myself because I've, I've been talking about them earlier. Uh, and you, you'll get dahlia tubers in that now are over the next month, you will get them. But again, apropos of what I was talking about earlier, don't plant them too early because you don't want them to flower too early, okay? Uh, it's, it's still too early to plant them. I would say you could start them off indoors in little pots um, at the end of this month, at the earliest start of March. And if you want to plant them directly outside, I'd be waiting till the end of March, even early April. Uh, but And don't worry if, it, if you think it's too late. It's not. They will catch up. It's better to do them too late uh, than to do them a bit too early and make them vulnerable. Lillian, question for Peter, please. Is there such a thing as an ivy tree? I'm aware of trailing ivy up and around trees, but I've always wondered, is there actually an ivy tree? Well, the, the ivy, to give it its correct name, if you like, is hedera, H-E-D-E-R-A. So there isn't a, a hedera that grows into a tree as such. There is a plant called hedera erecta, which as it sounds, it grows erectly, it grows up, but only for a couple of feet. Uh, it's not a tree or by any manner of means, but... Um, on saying that, and the reason I'm hesitating is common names vary. That's why we use Latin in gardening. It's, it's not just so people like me can show off. It, it's because uh, there is no hedera tr- that is a tree, but there might be something else, if you know what I mean, that is referred to as an ivy tree. But I haven't heard of it, so not to the best of my knowledge. OK, so I don't know why Lillian's asking. Maybe she's a fan of ivy. I love ivy too, I have to say. I love ivy trailing down. It's, it's, I, I, I think it's a gorgeous plant. I agree with you. And it's something particularly in the hedgerows and in, in kind of areas of the garden that we shouldn't look upon as a problem or as a weed. I mean, it's a very, very valuable plant to, to bees and to birds and to loads of wildlife who make their nests in it. So, yeah, I think it's a lovely plant too. Shane has a fairly mature cherry blossom tree. Uh, it's uh, 15 years old, never been pruned. Shane says, I want to take a few of the lower limbs out of it. Is now the time to do it? With cherry or prunus, it's not actually the time to do it now. You could do a lot of trees at this time of the year, but prunus, no, uh, because it can be susceptible to a, an infection called silver leaf. So the time to do that actually would be, contrary to what you might in, you know, instinctively think, but the time to do it is actually in the middle of summer, kind of July time, June, July, August would be the time to do it. Okay, so a couple of people in on about roses. Eddie said, uh, Peter, is it too late to cut back my roses? No, it's not too late at all. You have any time really up to the end of February, so you have another four weeks. And it's the kind of job that I, I always think if you, it's better to do it late than never. So in other words, if you haven't even done it by the start of March, do it then anyway, because they really will thank you for, being, for pruning them. And, and it's hard to prune them too hard, if you know what I mean. So, so don't worry about going quite hard on them. Yeah, because somebody says, hi, Peter, I pruned my roses and hydrangea a couple of days ago. I'm wondering now, was it too early to do it? No, I wouldn't think so. You see, it's a dormant season at the well. It's in theory, Trish, it's a dormant season with the temperatures being as mild as they are. It's not that dormant, but it is technically the dormant season now. So, you know, pruning them any time between November and end of February during that quiet period, uh, they're not going to really start growing until kind of 
the temperatures increase in March anyway. So any time that you do it between, between, as I say, November and the end of February is safe enough. Gosh, I, I, everyone seems to want to prune. I think people are just mad to get out into the garden. There's so many questions in about pruning roses, Adrangia. We've answered all of those. Yes, it is OK to prune them now. Um, this is from Mike in beautiful Bantry Bay. I planted 60 allium bulbs, Peter. And I put a top dressing over them of seaweed, over 20 of them. They're all overground now, but they won't flower till June or July. Are they too early? It's funny you say that, what you said a minute ago about all of us. I think there is a switch goes off and each one of us around this time of the year that we need to get back into the garden, whether it's planting alliums or cutting back. I think we feel drawn back into it. The 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 question on, the, on his alliums... I'm going to have to be vague and say I'm not sure it is a bit early to be seeing them but I was speaking to somebody else about this yesterday actually who had alliums up over the ground um, on, if we get a cold spell that will slow them up okay um, But and I imagine we will and it won't harm the bulbs so don't worry but if we don't get a cold spell I think they'll be in flower well before June I think they'll be in flower in kind of April maybe even April May uh, and if you remember earlier, Trish, the date last year, I was talking about planting your daffodils and tulips, and I was saying that people are in a mad rush to plant them in August because they're in the supermarkets and garden centres. Don't wait. Stick to the season. Stick to kind of October onwards before you plant your spring bulbs. And I wouldn't really plant alliums t- till December, January. So if they flower a bit early, it's not the end of the world. They'll, they'll, they'll most likely uh, go back to their normal routine next year. Okay, Shane has a gardening question. Our balcony is after going all green. It's like a moss or a mould. He's not really sure which it is. We do have a fake ivy fence up, but the green is the worst we've ever seen. We're wondering, is it because of that fake ivy fence or is it to do with the weather that we've had this year and what is the best way to get rid of it? You know what? It's probably due to both, Trish. I suppose it's 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 just a, a lack of light and air getting to the area. I'm uh, I, I I'm going to reserve. I'm going to keep my feelings on fake ivy and fake plants. <laughs> <laughs> I better not talk about not that. Not a but, fan, then, um, I take it. Uh, well, no, absolutely <laughs> no. not. But um, but I would. Uh, th- there's a product. I think it's called Algon from Memory, which is an organic Irish used product. I'm going from memory now, but I'm, I I have used it. The memory bit is the name. I'm sure it's Algon. Uh, that is an environmentally sound one to use. It's very, very effective. And then when the area is clean, you can get the Moscow, which is another Irish product, Moscow Probiotic, as opposed to any of the other Moscows. There's a Moscow Probiotic, which again is environmentally sound, and it won't kill the green or kill anything like that, but it will keep it clean once you've cleaned it in the first instance with the the algon. It's some kind of, you know, very basic moss or algae that's growing there that, that an algicide will, will get rid of. Uh, but yeah, I would say that the fake ivy is, is probably cutting out any bit of light that's yeah. getting to the balcony and that is exacerbating the problem. Okay, somebody wants to know, can I move a green beach hedge? A beach hedge. You can move a green beach hedge. And I, I, I imagine she said the word now should be at the end of that question. Yeah. And the answer, you can move it and you can move it now. Again, we're in that dormant period or in theory, we're in the dormant period. Uh, but you'd want to get your skates on. You'd want to have it done certainly this month and have the new place that you have the new home for it ready in advance, if you like. So don't take it out of the ground and then think about where you're going to plant it. Have the new home ready in advance, lift it and move it so it's not out of the ground for any length of time. Get as much of the root ball as you can. Depending on how established it is will determine the level of risk. So if it's a hedge that's only been in one or two years, Trish, it'll, it should move relatively successfully. If it's, you know, five, ten years or more, there's going to be 
a substantial enough risk of failure of some of it. Uh, but just get as much of a root ball as possible. And really, for the first, I would say, 24 months after moving it, pay really close attention to water. Uh, this is kind of a seasonal question. Could you ask, Peter, can you set hyacinth bulbs in the garden? They've already flowered, but the flowers are gone off now. And lots of people would have got them as presents at Christmas in containers. Can you put them out in the garden? You can, absolutely. And it is a very relevant question at this time of the year because hyacinths, it come, so the hyacinths are, are bulbs that you would plant in the garden uh, in the autumn, autumn, winter, again, like your daffodils, tulips, things like that for spring flowering. But what you get then are what's called prepared hyacinths, which have gone through a period of preparation to, to allow them to flower for Christmas indoors. OK, now that preparation only lasts for that season. So if you had Christmas hyacinths or indoor hyacinths this year, they're not Christmas hyacinths forever. They will be for planting out now next. So the, the flowers have died off now. Uh, keep the bulbs somewhere kind of, you know, cool and dry until the autumn and then don't then plant them out into the garden and they'll flower as normal then in the spring for you. OK. And would they flower next spring or it'll be the year after? No, they should. Fl- if you plant them this autumn, so don't plant them out in the garden yet. Keep the store them somewhere cool and dry, wrap them in a bit of newspaper or similar uh, and plant them in, I would say, October, November of this year and you'll have flowers outside oh, next spring. OK. And stay seasonal. Christmas cactus that has stopped flowering. What do I do with it now, says a listener? I got it as a present. Well, you can answer that, I think. <laughs> well, take the flower <laughs> heads. <laughs> take the flower heads off and don't move it. Yeah, don't move it if don't it's move if it, it's yeah. in. I, I maybe give it a drop of a, a good quality plant food, a house plant food, just to, to build up the nutrient reserves. But there's little enough to do with them, really. And if and I have to say, I I, and I don't know whether I I had told you or not. We, we I I thought the ones that were here in our canteen were taking a break this year. It was over Christmas. They bloomed, and my God. The last, for the whole month of January, uh, Peter, every time I went into the, the canteen, they were just, a, I've never seen so many flowers on a Christmas cactus they must, they, before. They must have heard you talking to them. They did, yeah. They, they really are stunning. So a busy time of the year for gardeners. It, well, do you know what it is? Because in the garden, you're always thinking a season ahead. So you're, you're, you're getting ready now for, for planting of the, you know, as we were talking about there, your dahlias, lilies, gladiolas, begonias. A bit early to plant them yet but you want to be starting to get them now, all right? And, and then you're, it's all about preparation at this time of the year. And of course, the, the nature moves on whether we're ready or not. So if the preparation work isn't done for, for that lawn that needs to be reseeded or whatever, it moves on. To, you, there's a lot of work to be done in the garden at the moment. And the weather's been nice and mild as well, so people have been able to get out, which is, which is terrific. OK, as always, a pleasure. We'll talk to you again next week, Peter. Thanks, Trish. Look Thank you for that. Thanks a million. That is uh, Peter Dowdle, the theirishgardener.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.